Bonanza. <laughs> Live from the Midwest Radio of Fargo-Moorhead Podcasting Control Center, it's yours truly, Scotch from Jack FM. And Bob Harris from the Mighty 790 KFGO. And once again, we are looking at some of the best of the worst, sometimes the worst of the worst, but we look at them so you don't have to. <laughs> and uh, we picked another uh, heck of a movie. We've got Slumber Party Massacre 2 from 1987. Not as good as the first one, not even as good as the third one, to be honest. <laughs> I agree with you 100%. We had talked with uh, uh, Beverly Gray last week about the Slumber Party Massacres, and uh, I don't think she was real crazy about this one either, but yeah. she, she she liked number three. It's an odd franchise. I always feel like when I collect movies that I got to have the whole series, and I, I own this one only because I've got the other two. And One uh, unique thing is it's got Crystal Bernard from the TV series Wings in it. Right. Yeah. She plays actually the a, a, a grown-up character from the first one, right? Right. Now, she's the younger sister of the girl across the street in the first movie, Valerie. She plays her younger sister, Courtney. And in this one, she's all grown up and she suffers from nightmares about the first movie and her older sister, who I guess has been put into an insane asylum. And in her dream, she's always telling her not to not to go all the way, not to have sex. For some reason. And she's also haunted by visions of a supernatural rockabilly driller killer. Now, you remember that she, Courtney, was underneath the couch in Slumber Party Massacre 2, uh, 1, rather. Right. She's the so bra- that's, the, that's, that's the character we're bringing forward here. She's the bratty kid sister. Yeah. I think it's so funny, the, the killer in this one, he's kind of like Freddy Krueger with a duck tail, you know? Or he's like a cross between Andrew Dice Clay and I, I don't know who. But he's got a, he's got a guitar that's got a power drill in the neck. So pretty pretty crazy start to a movie. Oh, I'll be one that Gene Simmons would be crazy to have, yeah. wouldn't it? Oh, exactly. It looks uh, like one of those 1980s heavy metal guitars. And we should mention, by the way, that uh, her, along with her girlfriends, uh, have their own little band. So this kind of interjects with uh, the, uh, the, the the rock and roll killer. It's a, well. real, it's a real MTV movie, isn't oh, it? Oh, my God. So it, it starts off in... It's a horrible movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll say it right now. Sorry I won't I wait till to, the end. Yeah, I'm sorry I asked you to watch this. Her and her friends go to a, a condo to play music and uh, hang out with their boyfriends for the weekend. And they've got kind of a, like a Bengals, Go-Go's rock band. But they don't know that this leather-clad psycho Billy is out to ruin their weekend. And so many questions. Where does he come from? Why is he after them? Where can I get a guitar like that? <laughs> it's the the Freddy Krueger gimmick I think is funny because it gives you a chance to see things that aren't necessarily there cuz she's hallucinating so there's a there's a giant exploding zit you know, you get to see kind of a flying rubber oh. dead chicken. There's all sorts of goofy stuff they tried to throw in there and it's campy. It's not as good as the original, but it is very original in its premise. I'd say it's quite a departure from the first one. You do, you see stuff in this movie you're not going to see in any, any other movie. They, uh, they they call the cops at one time to come in and investigate because she says there's somebody who's been killed. And the, the cop was probably the best actor in the entire yeah. show. Did you catch the name of the two cops? No, I didn't. It's Officer Kruger and Officer Voorhees. Re- oh, I Officer didn't. Kruger is in Freddy Nightmare on Elm Street. Kruger and Officer Jason Voorhees, Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, there it is. Michael uh, Hamilton Mitchell and Michael Delano played both uh, those uh, Voorhees right. and Kruger in that order. Tongues firmly in cheek uh, with those uh, <laughs> those names I for characters. I didn't catch that. Shame on me. Now I may have to <clears throat> watch it again. Oh, I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny when when. Uh, 
screenwriters do that though. They'll they'll have a cemetery and they'll be like a like a Sal Romero or something, you know, like in the graveyard, or like Walter Paisley, right? Exactly. <laughs> Little nods to their influences. This this movie, by the way, was made for a half a million dollars, and it made like one point three million. Looked, I, I wonder how does that you know bring along in number three? It looked like it was shot in a in a housing development while the contractor was using the porta potty or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It looks like it's shot in a section of unfinished housing, and this the the killer actually sings songs. I think not once but twice in the movie while he's going after the girls. He's singing "Buzz Buzz" or whatever the song is. That's so the time where you want to turn your your volume down. <laughs> Yeah. Wait till he's done singing. No, they they were definitely, since it's 1987, they're definitely shooting for kind of an MTV rock music video thing. And the film has been released on DVD three times, the note I saw. Yeah. Three different times. So it came out, I think it first came out in an R version, and then they put some bonus footage with it, and then they released it in an unrated version. And then the new version is... is Somehow that word bonus footage yeah. just doesn't it just doesn't strike me as... Mm, all that extra footage you missed the first time out. Please make this longer. <laughs> so I think the complete version you can buy now is an 87-minute version, because they put out a box set that had all three of the Slumber Party Massacre movies together in it. Yeah, It's, they, been, it's been remastered. It's going to look as good as it can look at this point. There was one that was going to they were going to change the name, right? They were called Sorority Party Massacre or something like yeah. that. Yeah, but they kept it to Slumber. Right. There's 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 a couple different series. There's the Sorority House Massacre series, and then there's the Slumber Party Massacre series. It doesn't matter. And yes, Roger Corman did have a hand in this. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And the second film, again, written by a female, directed by a female. That's that's what's unique to this to this franchise. Now, are we going to actually maybe somewhere down the road do Slumber Party Massacre three? <laughs> It's better than this one. I think you would enjoy three. And then we'd get a chance to see uh, Beverly's son because he's got a cameo and a oh, photograph right. in, in part three. I have to do, we'll have to do that. We'll Beverly have to Gray's find that son. together. Um, we'll, take a, we'll take a breather, though, from these and find something more appealing to watch next time out. By the way, we did have one request I want to mention again. We are searching for it to get to, and somewhere down the road we will do Forbidden Planet. Somebody wanted us to review that. Ah, yes. So we'll do that. I haven't seen that one since I was a kid. That's got Leslie Nielsen in it. I tried to look for I thought I had it at home someplace, but I, I can't mm. find it. But I will I will find it somewhere, and we'll we'll watch it, and somewhere down the road we'll get to Forbidden Planet. I'd love to. It's got the classic Robbie the robot in that one yes too. <laughs> oh my god so slumber party massacre 2 once again it's from 1987 and uh I for can't... me I think I would skip right to number three. Yeah, I can't enthusiastically recommend this one. I will say the the demonic drill guitar is pretty cool, though. If I could get my hands on a guitar like that, I'd be happy. But I could uh, I could forgo watching the movie. So again. fast forward to the guitar, watch it spin. <laughs> yeah. And then, by the way, I won't give it. I won't give it away. But by the way, the very very ending, I, I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they did it. I mean, they they try to turn this. This plot around so many times as far as who this guy is and where he came from, I can't believe it at the very end. It gets a little hacky. It gets weird. It gets very strange. All right. See this thumb? See this thumb? They're both putting down. (laughs) They're both putting down. That's Scotch and Bob Harris thanking you for joining us for another B-Movie Bonanza. 